Well, well, well. Good morning and welcome to Mr. Sal's Podcast and at Season 3, Episode 32, the week that was for March 28th, 2022. As always, thank you to my daughter for the intro music. The show for this week, we're back on regular schedule, two weeks in a row, Saturday mornings. Unfortunately, two weeks in a row, back to cold weather. On this episode, we're going to recap the week that was for March 28th, 2022. Uh, we took an assessment. We took some Prezi notes. We completed a pretest and switched gears to prep for the state civics assessment, which isn't like a major keystone type assessment. It's just going to be like 20, 25 questions on civic stuff. Um, nothing major. Something we have to do for the state. Grades for the third nine weeks were submitted. Report cards were handed out. And the first full week of the fourth nine weeks was completed. We'll discuss all of this and more after this brief musical interlude. Compliments once again of my daughter. Welcome back to Mr. Sal's Podcast, and that's Season 3, Episode 32, the week that was for March 28th, 2022. Um, busy week. We're in the fourth nine weeks. Time is flying by. We're going to jump right into the student email of the week this Saturday morning. And this student email of the week is from Name and Period, Withheld Due to Student Confidentiality. <laughs> and this one is... Uh, Came out late in the day yesterday. Very topic appropriate. Um, Mr. Sal, wow. Props to you for the book it win period four. Too bad you cannot win against my class. <laughs> and then there's a comment about also me being afraid to give up the cape. Whenever I won, I put on my cape that I got at uh, Pete and C. Not sharing it with the students. My cape, I earned it because I had a friend of mine Badger the people to give it to us. So, I'm keeping the cape. That's okay. Well, name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. Thank you for the props. I also have a selfie I plan to post of my trillion point score, which I'm not going to mention too much, but uh, someone in period five had a quadrillion point score. In Blookit, trillion point score in Blookit, I'm not sure if it's going to go on the wall in my room or be posted online in Schoology. I'm not sure yet where I'm going to put it. Um, it is true that I only won once against period four and the other classes I didn't win against. But that's no, not taking any, uh, anything away from period four. It's a hot, hard-fought win, and it takes a bit of luck. And for those of you that don't know about Blookit, you answer questions. Um, you have to get the question correct to be able to get a choice of uh, an option of picking a box on the screen pick a box on the screen and you get some sort of prize uh, reward or punishment it could be getting like okay, we played a gold game you get pieces of gold virtual gold unfortunately you can't turn them into real money it virtual gold 
you, sometimes you get options to take gold from other people. Sometimes it multiplies the gold you have. Sometimes it takes away the gold you have. And as other people are playing, they get those same options. So as you're playing, you're getting questions right. If you get the question right, you get to choose a box. If you don't get a question right, your screen's frozen for a few seconds. So just getting the questions right is part of the game. Then from there, you choose these different options and you can get your gold taken from you. And that's what happened. And fortunately, I lucked into, I lucked into right before the game ended, I was able to switch gold with the leader. And as I switched gold, answered one more question, didn't lose any gold, time ran out. That was great. Um, felt bad for the student who was winning because she was doing great. And then um, later games, right as I was getting ready to, you know, choose an option because I got my question right, I would, time would run out, I wouldn't get the option. So I don't know what would happen in the other classes. The big thing is there is luck involved. It's a pretty cool game. The kids like it. Um, some of the classes get really hyped up and competitive with it. So I like playing it. But thank you for the props. Um, it's okay picking on me about not wanting to give up the cape because I'm not going to. It doesn't really matter. I will be playing that game again soon, so I am going to have a chance to compete against your class again in the very near future. And I won't be nice. I will be going for total victory instead of just playing nicely like I do sometimes. Um, but I do appreciate your comments. Anyone can submit an email to my school email with the phrase student email of the week in the subject line. Place your class question or comments in the body of the email, and your email may make the podcast. Even if it doesn't make the podcast, everyone who submits an email gets extra credit points, enrichment points for your effort. We're going to move on to the class updates. Uh, this week, we're going to start with honors period nine. We worked on the notes for the Cold War during the 1950s. All the video recordings of the notes are posted in Schoology. We completed some activities and class reports, which began the fourth nine weeks. We ended the week with a book at activity to prepare for the state civics assessment. Um, more on that assessment when I discuss the upcoming week. I kind of touched on it in the very beginning intro of this. It's not a, a keystone, but it is something we have to give to the students. Now, honors US 2 classes, and, or excuse me, yeah, period one honors US 2 and all the regular US 2 classes. That's four, five, seven, eight. Ian's guys completed an assessment on the Cold War in the 1950s domestic agenda. It was taken in Schoology. We followed up with a pretest on the 1960s. That was a two-part assignment. Actually, three, because I broke down part two into two parts itself. Part one was completed via quizzes on Wednesday. I believe I have all of those grades in the Schoology gradebook. It counted as a participation grade. I didn't Take a look at accuracy. I just wanted to see what students knew going into the unit, what they didn't know. Um, so like, I looked over them, but I'm not counting the grade for accuracy. It's a participation grade. I just want to see how much you already knew before we get into that decade. And it was uh, insightful. Part two was something I picked up at the conference I attended on Wednesday. You had a free-form writing assignment. Put the uh, five-minute timer up on the interactive whiteboard. You were to tell me everything you knew or thought you knew about the 1960s. You wrote for five minutes without stopping or typed for five minutes without stopping. You could write on paper, type in a Google Doc, or type directly into Schoology. 
I wasn't looking for accuracy. I want to see, you know, I asked you, I think, 37 questions on the quizzes. And this was, okay, there's a lot more than 37 things that happened in the 1960s. I told you you could talk um, historical facts, not necessarily textbook facts. You could go, hey, you know, I had some students say my uncles were in Vietnam. I people, you know, my, my grandparents were born in the 1960s. I like music from the 60s, stuff like that. Anything that was open-ended, free-form writing, get used to students writing, get used to them putting ideas on paper or on the computer, and getting that channel from their brain to their fingers opened up so that they get used to putting ideas down somewhere. Um, do that for five minutes. And afterwards, we sat and talked, took some time in class, and talked about those topics. Good, bad, indifferent, um, incorrect, correct. We discussed them to see what was accurate, what wasn't. And there was a wide variety of answers. Some were correct, some were from different um, eras, and that's okay. We got students writing, we got everyone discussing ideas. Then we did part two of part two. Um, we did another free write between three to five minutes. We started out with three minutes, but we ended up expanding to five because the kids were getting into it. Um, but what the students wanted to learn about the 1960s, and once again, if the topic was outside of the 1960s, they weren't losing points. It's a participation grade. As long as they were trying for the you know, three to five minutes, we were, uh, they were good grade-wise. And I haven't graded these yet. I will get to them um, either over the weekend or early next week. They brainstormed their thoughts, once again, either on paper or Google Doc or directly into Schoology. And after they brainstormed for three to five minutes, we discussed their interests from the 1960s and some good discussions. So... The participation points for the first part of the pre-test are in the gradebook. The second part I'll be reading over as I get time over the weekend and into early next week. I'll get those grades in the gradebook. Those are the first grades of the fourth nine weeks along with um, the quiz. So that's where we stand with those classes. I'm going to go refill my coffee. And while I'm refilling my coffee... You guys can listen to some music, a little musical interlude, compliments of myself and GarageBand. I'll be right back. that time because I'm recording up in the kitchen with the coffee pot. Everyone was encouraged to make up any work they owed if they missed um, the quiz, the assessment. We had students making up the assessment this week. If they missed while I was out, they missed the pretest. I had students making up the pretest. So if you missed any work, you were encouraged to get that work made up. Students, if anyone missed the notes in period nine, those were posted online. They were encouraged to get the notes off of a fellow student or online. And moving forward, as I mentioned, you know, all the time, if you owe work, get it made up as soon as possible. Everyone's given time in class to make up assignments that they miss. There's no reason for anyone to owe work, especially this early in the 
nine weeks, the fourth nine weeks. If I told you it's the fourth nine weeks, we're almost done. And I am kind of sad. This has been a great group of students this year. Um, last number of years, I always have good classes. But this year's group, it was good to have them back in the classroom. And great group of students just to get back, you know, towards working towards normal with them. So if you, those of you, um, I'm off script, lost here Saturday morning, that's okay. There's no reason for anyone to have work, missing work at this time. If you do, get it turned in as soon as you can. Those of you that are absent, check Schoology for what we cover in class. If you missed any notes, they're posted on Schoology. Check them out. Reach out to me. We'll get you caught up. Um, moving on. There is no optional enrichment assignment this week. We're just getting into the fourth nine weeks. Um, I'm going to get that up and running here in a little bit. But right now, we're, we're focusing on the uh, civics assessment and wrapping up. We just finished wrapping up the third nine weeks. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Report cards did go out. Um, handed them out. My class, my homeroom got them Thursday. The rest of the school got them Wednesday because I wasn't in school Wednesday. So parents, if you're listening... Your student should have brought the report cards home either Wednesday or Thursday. So those were handed out. We're in the fourth nine weeks. If I haven't mentioned that already, fourth nine weeks. School is getting closer and closer to summer break. Um, I just can't imagine that. That time is going by so quickly. All those old people who were like even older than I am now, whenever I was a young kid, said, ah, be careful. Times the older you get, the faster time goes. I'm like, okay, I never saw that in uh, anything I read about Einstein and other really smart people that talked about that. But they were right. Time seems to go by so much quicker as you get older. Anyway, I digress. It's now time for your favorite part of the podcast and mine, the Dad Joke of the Week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Unlike last week, I didn't forget to look up this week's Dad Joke of the Week, and further props to myself, besides just winning the blow kit, besides not forgetting the Dad Joke of the Week, no major spelling errors, I had a major, major spelling error, I spelled a, instead of, I don't know if it was Happy Friday or Happy Friday Eve, it was either Thursday or Friday I wrote down, it was Hapopoy, H-A-P-O-P-O-Y. I don't know where that even came from. Um, I must have channeled a, a like subliminal major spelling error, and the students had a lot of fun with that at my expense, but that's okay. Did like proofread better? Part of the job. Um, this week's Dad Joke of the Week is courtesy of thedad.com. So you guys are really excited because I didn't forget the dad joke of the week this week. So we're going to get into it in a second. Why can't Adams be trusted? They make up everything. (laughs) Get it? They make up everything. I thought it was a good one, even though it was science-related. 
it was still a good one. Anyway, I tried. I tried. I like the joke. That's what matters. So we're going to enter the preview for next week as we sit here. As we get into that, hold on a second. Lost my place. This week's preview is going to be short and sweet. It pertains to all classes, both honors classes, all the regular US2 classes. Early in the week, we're going to review the civics asset for the civics assessment. Monday, I'm out on a personal day. We do have a substitute scheduled to come in. So I'm going to post a quizzes review for the civics assessment in Schoology. I complete it before the beginning of class on Tuesday. It's a, you'll have an accuracy grade to reach. You take the um, quizzes, review as many times as you need to get the percentage that will be posted in Schoology. So that'll help you prep for the civics assessment. Don't sweat the civics assessment. Um, I'm hoping to give it on Wednesday. Makeups will be scheduled for Thursday. The civics assessment is not like a keystone, but we are required by the state to give a civics assessment, kind of like um, some citizenship questions, civics questions to the students at one point before they graduate high school. 10th grade was chosen to be that grade. So there's like 20 to 25, I think around 24, 25 questions to be more accurate. Um, They'll be taking it on Schoology. There will not be a time limit. They have all period to take it. And it's just common civics knowledge. Um, You know, on the U.S. Constitution, different rules, different like, you know, um, how long is this office elected for? How many years do you like this person? What is this person like, you know? Things like that. Just general common knowledge. So we'll be doing that Wednesday in class. And once we have everyone through the civics assessment and caught up, we'll jump back into our regularly scheduled course content. And I got regularly scheduled pronounced correctly this morning. I'm just doing well, except for a few getting lost um, on the paper here. So that's the game plan for this week. We'll jump back in and we'll get into course content. We're going to play that by ear by, uh, on the timeline frame just to see how everyone goes with the assessments. Moving on to school announcements. Check out the What's Up New Brighton Internet Show. It's informative and fun. We just posted our March show a couple of weeks ago. and We're currently in the process of producing the April show. Once again, we've switched the digital hall pass system. It is done. We're school-wide. All staff members are using the same hall pass QR code. To use it, just scan the QR code on the sign-out clipboard, enter your destination, do this upon departure and re-entry to the classroom. This replaces the paper sign-out sheet and paper hall passes. As I've mentioned, did I mention we're getting close to the you know, end of the school year? We're in the fourth nine weeks already. That's the woo, fourth nine weeks of the school year as I throw up the four horsemen sign. We're winding down on college visits. I believe we have one left. Check with guidance. It is the last college visit. I want to say it's um, Wednesday or Thursday of this week. But there is one left. And as I get ready to end this podcast, I want to mention several things. First is that the ideas, jokes, and comments on this podcast are my own and not those of any other entity or organization. 
If you get mad at something, please don't blame them. Send your constructive criticism my way. If you like what you hear, send your uh, comments, positive comments my way. I appreciate reading them or hearing them. Second, we're going to talk about two organizations and a third thing, which is a website that do a lot of good for others. PAECT, the Pennsylvania Association for Educational Communications and Technology. If you're an educational stakeholder, check out PAECT.org to see what's going on in educational technology around Pennsylvania. Join, and actually more than just Pennsylvania, the United States and the globe. We are uh, an international organization with the standpoint we do have several international members. We have members, over like three to 4,000 members around Pennsylvania and the United States with several outside of the United States also. Join thousands of educational stakeholders to network and help strengthen the use of best practices in educational technology today. Speaking of PAACT, check out the PAACT pod, a live stream and podcast where we discuss current events going on in PAACT, interview interesting guests, and share best practices and tech tools to use in an educational setting. The PAACT pod can be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere you find great podcasts. PAACT, we are the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. The second is 211.org. You can dial 211 from any phone that goes to the outside world or go to 211.org on any internet device that reaches the actual internet to find local social services in your area of the United States and most of Canada. If you're an individual or family in need, please reach out to this fantastic resource for help. That is 211.org on any internet device that actually connects to the internet or dial 211 from any phone, landline, cell phone, packet phone, internet phone that actually gets out to the outside world. Dial 211 and you can get in contact with people who can get you um, assistance and in touch with needed resources. And actually, I'm going to add, you know, I've added uh, 511pa.com, this website. It came in handy on Wednesday with all of the possible ice and everything that was going on outside. What a crazy day Wednesday was. From snow and ice storm in the morning to 70 degrees in shorts in the afternoon. 511pa.com. Go there. It's a great resource for travelers, especially this time of year. 511pa.com shows you driving conditions across the state, where the location of PennDOT snowplows are, has traffic cams, and shows live traffic conditions across the state on state highways and interstates. I've used this resource multiple times this winter. If you're traveling, check it out. Um, you can go on, and it'll tell you when the last time snowplows went through. I used that Wednesday. Crazy, crazy resource. Great resource to have. So, I'm going to take one last musical break, and I'll be right back. back okay everybody that wraps up this week's show have a great rest of your weekend and i will see you tuesday in class because i am out monday 
Uh, Tuesday in class, Monday, the assignment will be posted in Schoology. Get that submitted before the beginning of class on Tuesday. Once again, I want to thank my daughter for the theme music for the podcast and some of the uh, musical interludes. I did the other musical interlude. Now, I'm going to go have some breakfast, have some more coffee, kick back and relax, and enjoy this Saturday. Have a great one, everybody. Take care, and I will see you Tuesday.